Welcome to People with Purpose. So many people are looking for meaning, but they don't know where to start. Imagine a world where everyone could just get their purpose out of them and then actually make it happen. I'm David Roberts and I believe that we all have a purpose and with focus and a little help, people with purpose make a difference. And this show is where these stories come to life. Hello, hello and welcome to another episode of People with Purpose. Here's another quick TNT. What I'm going to talk about today is how to determine your strengths. Now, this is important because a lot of discussion goes on about weaknesses, and we always focus on the uh, the things that need to be improved and the things that are going wrong, and um, and and all of that sort of stuff, you know. And even uh, when it comes to personal development reviews and and all of that, yeah, must do better, must do better, must do better. But actually, let's turn that on its head, shall we? Let's look at the things we're really good at and try to emphasize those. Now, I've read that if you can focus 80% of your time on developing and evolving your strengths rather than spending 80% of your time developing and evolving on your weaknesses, then that will give you double the benefit than if you yeah, did it the other way around. So, so basically, emphasizing your strengths. And that's not to say you shouldn't work on your weaknesses, because of course you should. But, but actually focusing more of your effort with your personal development on enhancing your strengths, what are you good at, will actually get better value for you, better value for your time, and it will enable you to do a better job for helping other people. So how can you do that? Well, look, I mean, your strengths, talents, and qualities, they help you to do well when you continuously nurture and develop them. So in order to work out what they are, there's a couple of things there. One, remember that that they can be natural to you or innate. Or two, they can be things that you've developed and mastered over time. So your strengths, talents, and your yeah, your your best qualities if you like. Like I say, they can either be things that feel natural to you or they can be things that you've developed and mastered and practiced over time. So there's five key questions here to answer to help you to determine what your strengths and talents are. So one, question number one, what can you do without effort that other people may struggle with? Now, again, it's comparing oneself with others, sometimes not very popular, but that actually helps you to answer the question. So what are the things that you're good at and you do without effort that other people may struggle with? So what feels effortless to you? For me, one of those things is conversation. For Ian, who I work with, it's numbers. He loves numbers. And he can produce a complex calculation, no problem. For my eldest daughter, Frankie, it's making people laugh. She seems to be able to do that without any effort whatsoever. And for my youngest daughter, it's dancing. But what about you? What can you do without effort that other people may struggle with? I mean, my wife, as an example, is an artist. And what she can draw without effort, I really struggle to do. So what is it? What can you do without effort that other people may struggle with? Is it finding the right way to say things? Is it listening? Is it striking up conversation? with strangers? Is it being able to relate to others? Is it speed? Is it accuracy? What can you do with that effort that other people may struggle with? That's question number one. Question number two 
is what makes you what what makes you what makes you lose track of time. So what is that then for you? What is it that makes you lose track of time? Is it listening to music? Is it making music? Is it I mean for me running? Is it reading? Is it writing? What is it for you that makes you lose track of time? When you do this, you're probably getting into flow. And if you can work out that, that could give you some real good clues as to what your strengths are. So question number one, what can you do with that effort that other people may struggle with? Question number two, what makes you lose track of time? Question number three is what do you feel confident doing? For example, some people feel really confident speaking in public. No problem. Some people feel really confident organising others, organising events, getting things sorted. Some people feel really confident writing. Some people feel confident problem solving, getting their hands on it, getting into the gubbins under the bonnet. Some people feel really confident listening to other people's problems. Some people feel really confident around people who are perhaps crying or upset. Now, you might think that that's just what you do, but anything that you feel confident doing, you can guarantee that there'll be somebody else who doesn't feel confident doing that at all. They wouldn't know what to say. They wouldn't know what to do. They wouldn't know what to write. They wouldn't know how to react. Whereas you do. So what do you feel confident doing? Question number four is, what do people you trust think your talents are? Now, these could be people you work with, people who've seen you work, people who uh, are friends of yours, family. Ask trusted people what they think your talents are. Because people who know you well might say things that, that you don't. They might also put it into words which you wouldn't put it into. So, you know, you might just think you're having a laugh, but they might say you're a great comedian. But you might, you might not see that as a strength or a skill. You might just see that as a sort of a normal, that's just normal, that's just what I do. But actually, that could be a real strength of yours. You entertain people, and you might not be aware of that. So ask them. And if you can find six different people to ask, and if you can find six different people that you know from a work environment, then they've all seen you operating in the same sort of environment, but make sure that they're people that you trust, to be honest with you, about what they see and how they see you and how they see your strengths and your talents. And question number five is what leadership qualities do you think you have? So in the last TNT, a couple of episodes ago, I talked about eight key attributes or characteristics of a leader, of a great leader. Did you score yourself against any of those? What other leadership qualities do you think you might have? Is it uh, decision-making? You know, do you inspire people? Is it empathy? Anything that you think might make you an effective leader? Now, the reason why I relate leadership to strengths is because as a leader, you're putting yourself in a position where you are uh, taking some ownership. You're occupying a territory. You're occupying a space. You're taking responsibility. So that could be another way of asking the question, actually, is in what circumstances do you take ownership? Do you take responsibility? And what qualities do you show when you do that? Because you're probably exhibiting strengths there. And it might surprise you when you do it. It might mean that you're quite good when it comes to action in crisis, because when there's a crisis happening, you step up. That could be a real strength of yours. And once you've got these strengths written down, have a look at them, ask other people what they think. First thing to do when you've got them is to celebrate them. Give yourself a pat on the back. Like I said at the start of this session, 
So often, we focus on weaknesses. We focus on what went wrong. Let's celebrate the good stuff that we do. So you should celebrate the good stuff that you do, and you should celebrate your strengths. But also that can help you to emphasize those areas of your life when it comes to your interactions with others, when it comes to you going about your daily walk, when it comes to you building your self-esteem and your self-worth, when it comes to areas that you want to practice. And remember what I said again at the top, if we can spend 80% of our personal development time getting better at our strengths rather than working on our weaknesses, then we can improve dramatically. We can take on the world and fulfill our purpose. People always talk about the uh, the sports analogies, don't they? When you know you've got a you've got a goal scorer in any sport, they don't practice tackles eighty percent of the time. They practice scoring goals. They practice taking shots from every part of the pitch, every part of the playing field to get better at scoring goals because that's what they do. So focus on your strengths. Give yourself a big up and practice, 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 and then. With those strengths, you can build your confidence, build your self-esteem, build up yourself to really step into the best version of you that you can be, to really go after your purpose and to really make a difference for yourself and others. Thanks for listening to People With Purpose. I hope you've enjoyed the show and are enjoying going on this journey. Please remember to like and subscribe and give us a five-star review. Uh, Tell all your friends. And if you're interested in finding out more about any of the things we've covered in this episode of People With Purpose, just get in touch. All the details are in the show notes. Thanks. Bye.